We should start, uh, for people who don't know, we usually start just by doing a clap to sync it up, but we should start uh, uh, doing it. Being as it's Brian May's birthday today, we should have done Radio Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Brian May. Isn't it awful now when, when you see someone someone's name coming up on Twitter, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. not him. Not him. No, yeah. don't be a paedophile. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't <laughs> be a paedophile. I have, yeah. um, you know that Rolling Stones song, uh, up, in, uh, up, on, up in my cloud, up on my cloud, isn't it? Don't know. I'm not, I'm not down with the Rolling up Stones. Up in my cloud, stood to me. Get into my car. You know that one? Um... <laughs> Just, get out of my dreams, this, get into my car. Morning, that one, that? I woke up this morning and it's just like, all in my head, it's just like, up in my bush. <laughs> doopy doop. Doopy doop doop doopy doop. I don't know the rest of the words. Like, I think it's up in my bush. Do you need any more words? That's just up in my no, bush. No, up yeah. in my bush. That's It's yeah. perfect. It's a great way to start the week. <laughs> you know? Thinking yeah. about what's up there. Um, come here. Um, this um, woo stuff that you're doing to my family. Um, um, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> this is the best news I've ever heard. <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with you and you're <laughs> fucking... So, you know this conspiracy theory I have about Tommy Kelly, where he has a secret room in his house where he keeps a voodoo doll of me and the angel Minerva and has us doing things. Well, first it was just me, and then he said, all right, let's just let's have some fun here. And then he introduces an angel called Minerva for some reason, because he likes the deft tones or something. And then he's like, <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's fuck with Spud here and introduce an angel. And then fucking she's talking to, she's talking to Spud and telling him what to do, and he's buying tarot cards and all this madness is going on. And then, right, then he introduces my alpha, my daddy, my dad, my yeah, old man. And now, so he's down in Wexford now and he's going around with fucking divining fucking welding, brass welding rods, which I think are a thing. He has to use brass ones for some reason. And he's going around to people's houses looking for geo... Ah, oh, what's it called? Geopathic, geopathic stress. Geopathic stress. Yeah. <sighs> Tommy Kelly. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, I mean... What are you doing, like? It's it's glad to see that he's finally finding the, the one true way and that he's, he's come over to, you know. Your subscription is up, though, so you, you need to start paying your fees. Your annual fees for the Church of Tommy need to be paid to continue, to continue in this, uh, this system. I would send you the video. He sent me one because he's been talking about making a video for ages and it's like he doesn't, he, he doesn't have the, the foresight to put the camera on a block or something on All a right, block yeah. behind it to keep it. So, like, my ma is the worst cameraman in the world, like, and so she made a video and it's just him with the device. I'll send it to him, I'll send it to him. It's, a total, <laughs> it's such an Irish parents video, you know. You should and put it up in, uh, the, uh, well, it depends on, I suppose, on the privacy oh, you want, but you should put it up in the Discord. I'll put it up in Discord, that's what I'll do. I'll put it up, when, when, when you put this uh, uh, public, I'll, I'll put it out, yeah. I'll put it on, all right, check. Yeah. He's hilarious, like, because he was on to me months ago about this thing and I was like, this is a load of bullshit. Yeah. And I looked it up and it's like all to do with like, Energy of ley lines and da 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 da. da. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like with the the divining and the stuff like that, it's easy to kind of bracket it in with the whole kind of old woo and you know all that kind of crystal rubbing stuff or whatever. But um, obviously we've talked about this in the podcast before. Like we pay people constantly to do this when you build a house. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's yeah, absolutely yeah. an accepted yeah. kind of thing. Now, and I mean, and people go, oh well, anyone come out, you you know, if you dig deep enough, you're going to find water anywhere. That kind of is usually the response. But yet, we still do it, you know what I mean? There's, there's, obviously, there's obviously some benefit into it, you know. It's a, it's, it seems to be something that we're okay with. But I think it then when it gets at the geopathic stress, I remember I got, when I was doing Reiki, uh, that 
uh, at college, that two years where I did the holistic health studies, there was uh, the Reiki teacher used to do things, but she would do a, like a pendulum over a map of someone's house to see if there was this kind of geopathic stress. And uh, that was the only kind of time I've really seen it. Although we did go to oh, a local healer there not so long ago, or, or uh, Dr. Soul, we call him. <laughs> some sort of Dr. Soul. And uh, he was saying that there was no geopathic stress in our uh, area, but he knew that just from his mind. So, uh, <laughs> he didn't right, have to okay. use any instruments or whatever. He also told me my spirit animal was an elk, so that's pretty cool. I'll take that. That's fine. Oh, nice. Because you know that's that's similar enough to a, a pan type of image for me. What's to, the difference between an elk and a moose? That's not a <clears> point, <throat> there's no punchline coming now. That's an honest question. Um, I don't know because what's the difference between an elk and moose and a, a large deer? You know, I thought they're just different animals. I think is the answer. Although possibly not elk. I, uh, now that you said elk and moose. Would it be one of those things where it's called moose in Canada and elk in America or, you know? Uh, no, um, I don't think so, because they have mooses? Meese. Meese. Which aren't mice. No. <laughs> What's the plural mooses. of moose? Yeah, mooses. Mooses. Yeah, no, no. The mooses here in Poland and in, in Sweden as well. So they are mooses. Now, they are different animals. Maybe an elk is more closer to a deer. You ever see those old, um, do you ever see the, 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 the Irish stags that they dig up from the bogs? Like, yeah, huge whoa. bastards. Yeah, Fucking yeah, hell, cool. man. Yeah. No wonder they used to be on our coins and stuff. There's a name, yeah, there's Kick a name ass. for them though, isn't it? The, 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 it's, Paddy. Paddy, Paddy <laughs> the <Oi>. elk. Irish <laughs> elk. Oh, oh elk. <laughs> Mac elk. No, I think they were stag, Irish stags or something. I think that's what they're called. So I was, uh, tell me about what, so what is exactly do you know geopathic stress? What's the, the kind of definition uh, of... No, look... I know I, it's I, energy, ley lines, but it's a heaviness of something, is it? And yeah, it can give you yeah. cancer anyway, because everybody knows. It's yeah, like, everybody <laughs> gives you cancer. No, I mean, I remember, it's a long time ago now since he came up with the first, because I was giving out to him that he got someone into the house to do it. You know, because, you know... Is I it because was, of health issues or because he just wanted to, you know, was he getting a bad feeling from yeah, no, you know, he's, the corner he's, of the room? He's, he's terrified of the big C because right, he's had perfect. he's had prostate cancer and that's gone. They got rid of that. But like his brother has had it and loads of people in his family have it. But like we're Irish, just everyone gets yeah, yeah. cancer because we're, so, yeah. we're islanders and all inbred, you know, third cousins removed from each other, all of us. And because we build villages and towns and fairy circles. And, and I mean, we <laughs> haven't learned any lessons from that. Yeah. So he... um. Yeah, so he has this thing. But I mean, for him, it's no different than having, a, you know, the radon barrier when you build a new house. You, you'd have a radon barrier. I do, I do, yeah. So it's the same. A legal for, for him, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're a legal requirement. And that's not woo, because radon's a thing, you know. So yeah, his yeah. thing is like, well, anyway, he's been over to his friend's but house. But it's like a carbon monoxide thing as well. It's yeah. all, it's all from that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like he started doing it at his house and started finding these places and then started hammering in like iron Sorry, copper bars, I think. Just above the surface of the ground. So you'll drive them down a meter, I think. And then there'll be like an inch or two above. I know I'm mixing up my fucking measurements here, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, As most just Irish keep, people do. Just to fairness. keep the Americans on side, you know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, but he, he says it's working. And he's he, he's going to do an experiment now. Where well, well, what does it mean by it's working? What, what, has the atmosphere in the house changed? Is, does the water taste better? I don't know, I, I, I'm not saying that. Uh, no, no, I mean, what, what so, that, so what he's done is that, like, when he, uh, he would walk over a patch of ground with the rods and they'd cross, yeah? Right, yeah. So then he's put down the copper pipe and and then when he walk over it again, they don't turn. Right, so, so he's it's saying not something that, that he personally, yeah. it was like if you've an EMF reader, or you, you're, it's not something that you'll, you feel yourself. It's just, there's a, you know, yeah, yeah, it goes yeah, yeah, yeah. and now there's the electricity's yeah. gone. 
Exactly. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And so then, like, did this... I think he's going... Yeah, he was telling us he's going to try an experiment where there's a flower bed that hardly never lasts very long in. All right. So he's going to do it over that and then put some copper down into copper pipes down into it and then plant some more stuff. And if it doesn't die, then he knows he's onto something. And I was like, you found your true calling, man. You're about yeah. to retire from real work. Now you can <laughs> Now you can be a real this. man. <laughs> Is he going to call himself Dr. Soul? <laughs> Dr. Soul. <laughs> so yeah. Copper it's, man. Uh, it's all a bit mad, you know. The copper thing, that comes up a lot. That comes up in the UFO stuff. And it actually will come up a bit in uh, what we're going to talk about later. Um, and the idea, for whatever reason, that if you're getting abducted or getting, you know, there's aliens coming into your house, I originally first heard of this from Stuart Wilde, but other people said it. They put a copper wire around your bed, and that in some way gives off some sort of neutralizing thing, or they're not able to see you or whatever. But if they still can see you, that you attach like an eight volt battery to it. Now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the internet, do not do not do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. But I assume that like like copper's obviously going to um, conduct electricity. Is it? I mean, there's, there's copper. Yeah, 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 and all that yeah, kind of yeah. Stuff. It's your coppers in our in our plugs and stuff yeah. like that, like. Yeah. So, like, you are going to put a live wire around <laughs> <Live laughs> your bed. <laughs> around your bed. Well, but uh, it, it's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, I suppose if if you're getting to the point where you know you've done the copper wire around your bed and the aliens are still coming for you, then you, you're probably you're you know going to going to try these things maybe. A bit look, more. you may as well just 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 try and make friends with them. Stop resisting it. Well, I mean, the, the obvious answer is just to put a video camera in your room because then well, yeah, you're never going to yeah. come in. Like, that, yeah. that's the I mean, end you, of... might like, you might like anal probing. It could be a whole new chapter in your life. <laughs> don't know, like. I mean, life oh, yeah. is too short. Life is too short to deny yourself these uh, once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. You know? I think you should be very careful with how you speak these days because uh, uh, a lot of things <laughs> that you once jested about or uh, seem to be coming through in your life. So... Next week we'll be talking about Spud's anal probe incident <laughs> <laughs> and how much he enjoyed it, it seems. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe, yeah, it's something, yeah, it could be, yeah, maybe I'm like warming up for it this week because like I have, I've actually, I've had to, I've had to tell you now, I've had, I've had to do this pantsless because it's so fucking warm up here. You know, like fully, like, um, no, like, I'm pants, I'm say fully underpants erect, like. on, you know. <laughs> Floppy donkey dick. Yeah. Oh, which I mean, do we need the do we need the update on that? Did it return to uh, full size after the drinking incident? Oh yeah, that was fine. It was just temporary. That's all that was. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, isn't it mad? I didn't notice until until the, the other day. I saw some meme that like Viagra is 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 paid under health insurance in America, but like nothing else is. That's odd. It's not more well, not nothing else, but like Viagra is is a is is yeah. You'll get free Viagra in America, but you won't get like free um. What are those? Birth control, aren't like that. Even tampons. No, oh, see, Viagra is, is promoting the Christian view of, you know, breeding and, uh, you know, go forth and multiplying. I don't know. I don't think 60-year-old men should be allowed to have children anymore. You know? I don't know, man. Like, it's, it was, Viagra's originally, it was for heart medicine or something, wasn't it? And it's just, it was like, yeah, it uh, was a side effect. They're like, oh, holy yeah. shit. But why, why, are you, why are you lads horny? What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> in a Cork accent, that should be, because it's made in Cork, isn't it? You know? Is this? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Pfizer and Cork. Jesus, if it wasn't for all the Americans with limp dicks, man, the, Amer the Irish economy fucked, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's Minerva going for you? Any further revelations? Um, do you know what? Because of, I was wanted to bring this up 
but the Alan Chapman and, and Duncan Barford stuff. Um, guy's name right. Um, hey. Uh, it seems that I'm, according to his logic of the steps of the Holy Guardian Angel and Enlightenment and all that, I'm at the crossing the abyss thing, whereas that yeah. the communication hasn't stopped, but it's not, she's not speaking to me. And interestingly, just like with Chapman, he was told by his guardian angel to do uh, divinations and, and whatnot through tarot. And, he, and yeah. he wasn't into the tarot before that. And it's exactly the same thing with me, which is a strange coincidence. But There's no uh, such thing as coincidence. Well, maybe not. And uh, yeah, so it seems that I'm at this kind of crossroads where you can cross the abyss, but to cross the abyss, you have to be... You have to do it alone. Well, you have to do it alone. Let's look. That's no problem. I'm used to that, making the wang signal. <laughs> and, um, no, but it, it's kind of a, he's, he boils it down to this, just, there's a kind of a choice between going on the, on the, and I'm careful to use these words, the white brotherhood and the black yeah, brotherhood yeah. path. Yeah, so yeah. there's the, and if you want to reach enlightenment, then every magic thing that you do should be in line with going towards enlightenment. Everything else is, is the ego. So it's the, yeah, basically I have to, deconstruct my ego and become more one with everything, which I think I'm kind of going that way anyway, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what's going on. I had something the other day, actually. Um, I've, I've been forgetting to write down the stuff that I've been doing. Yeah, he, as well, he said that, that you get a name just before you, you cross the abyss. And maybe, because I told you ages ago, I got this weird name from her. So maybe that's it. Bagata something it was. I, I looked it up. It was some waterfall in, in India. Uh, and there was, there was another name I couldn't decipher at all. So maybe that's that's my, like, magic yeah, name. Yeah. Like, that's fucking mental. But maybe not, no, I don't know, I don't know. Because I haven't... Like, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you sent me those uh, Baptist head ones because it kind of... F it's helped me figure out a lot of stuff where I am because there's very little on this to read about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there, there's really. plenty in it, but it's kind of an arcane, mystic, golden dawny. Uh, type stuff, you know. No, but, like, like, but, but most of it is like how to get there and how to do it. But, yeah, but, yeah. But like what you do after is just like this big bad mystery. Like, I don't Yeah, but that's the, and that's the thing what I really liked about the whole Baptist head thing was that it was like two guys, ostensibly two normal kind of, you know, English dudes and uh, going through this and, you know, writing their stuff and saying what happened and kind of rather than just being theory, which most of the books are coming from just theory. And the reason why you don't find an awful lot of it being the experience after us because most people don't get there. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they yeah, don't yeah. put the work in. They don't have the lucky spongy, whatever it is. Yeah. They don't have the, you know, the 500 uh, uh, Tommy Voodoo lives. dolls in his room. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. And then unfortunately, Alan has that kind of thing of deleting everything he's ever done. In fairness to him, on this one, um, it was Duncan Barford who deleted all the Baptist head stuff. Um, not Alan, but um, Alan does delete everything. Yeah, he, he does he, as well. But the Duncan's gone into... You know, proper psychology work. Or yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing is that he just he does. You know, if you Google him, you don't. He doesn't want to be. Yeah. From a professional point of view, he doesn't want to be. Yeah. Uh, I understand that, that. But, but, I understand. but at the same time, like the guy who wrote "Living to Tell Him a uh, Shoemaker," Shoemaker. I don't forget his first name. David, I think. Not Michael. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, he like when you Google him, like it comes up that he's this massive ranking guy in in Telema and OTO and, and all that stuff. And but is it his, is it his real name though, or is that his Telema name? Oh yeah, yeah, he has a, like, yeah. Oh, that's his name, and he has a professional psych, not psychiatrist, 
practice going and all that. Like, wouldn't it be mad? Yeah, but he's American, you... though, isn't he? Like, so I think that's yeah. kind of more acceptable, like, in a kind of a, a British... Well, like, I mean, if you're uh, more... I think maybe this is just a bias in my head that the more kind of British kind of um, conservatism doesn't really allow the overlap of woo, say, and professional psychology in the way yeah. that I think you have. I'd you know, be... like, places like in America, what's that place where everyone is just um, Sedona and, you know, these places which are kind of hotbeds for... All of the okay, what, what you have that in Glastonbury as well, what you have that in England. So yeah, I'm just talking shite as normal. No, 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 I, <laughs> I get you, but I mean, I think it just, I think I would be a little bit put off if I saw some, even though like I'm into the woo now and balls mm. deep in this shit, like you know, yeah. like I'd still be a bit weirded out because uh, I don't know. For me, maybe that stuff should just be a bit more private or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. Then again, yeah, maybe I, not. Then again, yeah, if, I, that, if I, mean, I was seeing someone, he was like, oh yeah, I'm a Magus Magus of the AA I'd be like oh nice one okay yeah, yeah, yeah. man do I well, have questions for you <laughs> but, but say if your mum went him and he goes yes I am a wizard she'd go right I'm going to get someone else <laughs> you know, exactly I, yeah. Yeah. yeah but I do, I do know from the, the therapy stuff I've done that there's certain kind of ways that you have to approach ideas because similar magical thoughts and ideas also sound like insanity to someone else if they're not in context, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, true, yeah, If yeah, you kind of yeah, go around yeah. getting messages, <laughs> you go, yeah. well, you're, you know, I don't mean it in the way that you're looking for it to mean, to mean that, you know, that I have an actual thing. But, uh, yeah. you know, I, the, put the, the up, I put up a, a podcast I'd come across with him from, I think it's 2005, so a long time ago, with the Buddhist geeks, where he's yeah. talking about advanced magic for beginners has just, had just come out, and he was talking about the great work, as it's called in the Western magical tradition which sounds mad isn't it the yeah. magical tradition but like it's, it, it's, it's a really good interview so that, that's why I put it up but it's like it, that's what I wanted to ask about him do you think he do you think Chapman will go down in magic as someone like a kind of Alistair Crowley type figure um, yeah I've thought about that um, it's hard to know it, and because like it's that kind of thing if, that if we were sitting around uh, and Crowley was a bit we probably would think of him in the same kind of ways as um, we do, Alan Chapman, you know, or Gordon White, or whoever it is, that kind of thing. But life has changed so dramatically now that the kind of level of, I suppose, fame or knowing or familiarity with people is so much, like we're more familiar with more people and more people are kind of on higher pedestals that I don't know if that kind of massive celebrity, a cult yeah. celebrity, is, is a thing that will happen anymore. I know, but I don't, I don't mean way. celebrity, I, don't I, just, I just mean Well, I, I mean, I mean like. um, whatever, notorious, notorious in the, yeah. in the positive sense, not negative sense. No, 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 but, but I don't yeah. mean that. I mean, I mean like, influ influentially, you think he'll be as seen as as, as important? Because his, his Majeure stuff is, I, I think it kind of takes what Crowley was doing on to, like, the, kind of the next step. Yeah, people. I yeah. do too. Uh, possibly his constant deletion of things might work against him. Um, he rubs people up the wrong way like, a lot, you know, which yeah. I, I, I personally don't get that. But I know so many people who just can't have him at all or started Advanced Magic for Beginners and just goes, I can't listen to this guy, you know. <laughs> and I'm going like, yeah. Jeez, I'd like, and I, like, I say I understand that. I understand that people have different opinions of people that I have, but yeah. I don't really understand what's the, you know, why people, I think people don't like, not all people, that again, I don't want to tarnish everyone with the one brush, but people don't like confident um, people, in, you know, when it comes to, 
uh, particularly in spirituality. And that whole thing that he got an awful lot of slack for even saying he was enlightened or awakened or he had that experience or he had, you know, if you just kind of this thing of, um, you just, you, know, you don't ever say that, you know, it's kind of this, kind of, <laughs> and it's kind of a, it's nice. similar to the, the Catholic kind of, you know, uh, or Christian thing of don't, you know, don't have pride or don't feel good about yourself or at least do feel good about yourself, but don't ever say it, you know, <laughs> God forbid you think you're a good person or you've achieved yeah. something because you were dirt before God, all of that. And there's yeah. a bit of that. And, but my kind of point, and I've written about it on the blog and I've talked about it in videos, is if we believe this is a thing that happens by, by meditation, by study, by magic, that you become awakened or whatever the word is, enlightened, illuminated, going up the ranks, blah, 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 tree of life, whatever model you're using, that there's some, not necessarily an end goal, but there's some a process or whatever. So if we believe that's a thing, then we should accept when people say they've done it. Yeah, because, of mm. because otherwise, why are we doing it? Just theoretically, oh, someday, someone might, you know, we're not the Buddha, he's the only person. But even Tibetan Buddhism that have thousands of people have gained uh, enlightenment and, mm. you know, are saints over, through. So it's just kind of a, a thing that we, we, we seem as a community, I suppose, to want to only <clears throat> keep that kind of thing in theory or that it's for other, it's like that king, oh, oh, oh don't, you couldn't possibly be a Buddha, you couldn't be a wake man, it's going to take so many lives and, all this kind of thing. Yeah, but we probably, you know, people have done that. They're, you know, and so let's accept that. And yeah. what, what have they to say? What's their experience? Even if it turns out they're wrong, they, you know, it's still the human experience of going through these type of things. Yeah. Plus as well, I, th I think, I think what, what would come into that a lot is that no one really knows what this Western magical tradition is outside of people who have a fleeting interest in it. Like everyone knows, not everyone, most people know that like, Buddhism, the aim of Buddhism is to achieve some sort of enlightenment, you know? Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, if you, if, if your word is, if it was to come out that like, you're into magic or right? and people would be just like, what? But then if you explain, no, but it's about enlightenment and awakening and becoming more in tune with myself and the world, they'd be like, all right, like meditation or? Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. if you Whereas people immediately think Harry Potter or wizards and, and all that. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's the aesthetics. <laughs> that's what, you know, that's what yeah, we like. Yeah, but like, <laughs> fuck Harry Potter. I hate Harry Potter. I hate Harry Potter so much. They're just terrible films. It's just, just awful. I hate them. <laughs> I know, I know people aren't going to like me for saying that, but like... Oh, I don't know. I, I think people are fairly well divided and that know that they're not... No, I, do you know what? It's the generation under us that, right. that we're just ahead of. Like, it's, yeah, you know, they... Oh, God, I hate Harry Potter. It's just twee fucking... Oh, Oxford, Oxbridge, Boris Johnson, bollocks. Oh, and she turned out to be a nice person, didn't she? She's nasty. She is. She's <laughs> real nasty. She is not. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. She gave away um, most of her money or something, though, didn't she? At the same time. Yeah, but she not still has bad. tons of it. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. So, I mean, she, she's done some good stuff, but it's just, it's the stick, sticking point of her being so transphobic and homophobic. Um, that's just weird you know it doesn't yeah it's, no, it's that kind of mean thing of like having a couple of glass of wine and just turning into a monster on twitter like that's the kind of image <laughs> yeah. yeah i suppose but glenn glenn got um banned from twitter recently yeah he's gone yeah. he stuff. keeps popping up on my facebook as a not a friend request but someone you might know it's like no i don't know him no nice. you know, frankie boyle as well that's a pretty that's a cool one but i, I i'm afraid to hit that one because the rejection would just kill me Here's the thing, if you get, I know, yeah. if you, uh, if you get if someone's saying someone you, you know, Facebook's recommending to you, I assume you've been recommended to them as well. 
Ah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. there's like people coming up go, yeah, yeah, I don't want anything to do with them. There's one fellow, the most famous person who's friends with me on Facebook is, is the American comedian Rich Hall. You know him? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sir, a couple of weeks ago, he sent me a friend request. I'm like, oh, okay. And then looked into it and it's like, oh, yeah, it's actually, it's him. It's genuinely him. That's a bit mad, but okay. Maybe he wants yeah. to come on the podcast. <laughs> how, how am I going to tell him I don't do comedian interviews anymore? <laughs> oh, you don't. You just, <laughs> just do interview. one. Just do <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah, but my story, quote, I've told you before, is the Stephen Perkins, the drum up yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jane's Addiction followed me. And it's like, he doesn't follow thousands. You know, sometimes you go, oh, I can't believe he followed me. And you look and it's like 40,000 people yeah, that follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, yeah. ah, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not special. <laughs> But I think he only follows like 600 people or something like that. So, yeah. Because the um, ratio I'm, of followers to who you follow is important. Of course, it, yeah. That's the gauge of how, how important you are as a person. Yeah, I think finally the podcast page, the Atletico Spullan page, finally has like a thousand people, a thousand more followers than followees, I think. But um, come here, one, one more thing on, on, on Chapman, yeah? Because I yeah. saw in the, on the Discord that you've done, because I've only, I think I've only listened and read up, up to... Part six, five or six, I mean, I haven't done all of the 12 steps of it, like. Right. Um, when he gets into the, because you mentioned something, I think, was it banishing or branding? Is that what it was called? No, of, uh, oh my God, my brain's not working. The um, Binding, yes. The binding, binding yeah. So what yes, was yeah. it all about? Well, the binding is this uh, kind of idea. Let me see. Um, it's a confusing idea in that it's not confusing at all once you understand it. And I don't fully understand it because when people... Well, it clicks with them to go, all oh, right, I understand. Ah, so um, it's a woman. <laughs> yeah, the binding is a woman. Um, and I kind of got mixed up because when he was doing Wiseau, which was the previous incarnation of this before Mergia, um, which was kind of a more, I think, an attempt of trying to put all of this stuff in a kind of a headspace-like app. Okay. You know, kind of. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. trying yeah, to do yeah. studies and all this. And he put in so much work or whatever. And then his, uh, his uh, dude on the other side goes, yeah. This isn't it. You're gonna to have to do. You're gonna to have to delete this and start again. Uh, and he went no. And he like he put in like I know because I did lots of artwork for him for that site and he'd done loads right. of videos and all that. Anyway, incidental. But so this idea of binding, it's um, a bit similar to what a guy called Pierre, Pierre Grimes talks about, um, but not. It's not that. It's it's not just taking that kind of a, a thing. Whereas this idea, and we've talked about this before, that if you have some sort of issue or something going on with you, which is in Chapman terms is called a shadow and in other people's button. This was called, and so it's trying to find that that will repeat. That is a repeating thing that happens over your life. You will find the same thing happening in different ways. And it's like you're an actor playing this role. And so you have to discover what the role is, what is exactly it is. And by getting the definition of that, you kind of bind it in a sense because you have... Um, you know, you've seen, you, you, you've rumpled stillskinned it and you found out his name, now you have power over it. Okay. You know, when you're unaware of it. And so you kind of find, like, so say you play a role with uh, your mother where you are, I don't know, indignant child or something like that. And then you kind of look, they go, well, that's something I do with other people. That's something that this kind of particular paddle. And you try to work it back to the earliest time that you are able to find that uh, you come from. And then you just go through this process of there's different kind of questions you ask and it kind of reveals a bit around it. But what ultimately what happens is that you realise that there's been some sort of transmission event where, and just Pierre Grimes talks about this as well, um, where if, if a figure that you have put authority in or you believe it's telling you truth or uh, is reveals a secret of the universe to you or to, of life, 
but for the most part it's a false conclusion you know yeah it's a wrong it's something that's wrong it's like you've learned from your dad that you know i don't know that you should be jealous whatever it is you know and mm -hmm. it's usually a scene where he transmits that to you and then you take on that role and then you play that in the world okay and so the uh, the full kind of resolution of that kind of incident isn't just that you blame your dad for giving you this role or whatever. Is you see that he obviously got that from somewhere, mm -hmm. and that you know that there's no there's no blame. You know there's no nothing to forgive because it's, you know it's just this is the process. This is the thing, and that what you notice that things that you kind of say blame your dad for aren't really because he said it once. Say right, he did this thing once, but you've been saying it since that point to yourself. Yeah, yeah, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, yeah. him. And so yeah. you've been playing, he gave you the role and you've been playing it. So it's like you stopped doing it. Okay. Rather, you know, and this kind of thing. And it's about naming the role. And then one, it's so weird because we, when we were in the Discord um, doing, he would go through different ones. He did one with me and he did one with a couple of other people where he just, he'd go through the actual process trying to, you know, get us. And there's a moment in all of them where people just go, Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> but it's but usually it's oh fuck. But it's the mm. ah where you, you realise that you're going. Oh, I I I I knew I was doing that, but I didn't know I was doing that. And then you see it, and you go, "Holy fuck!" You know, or you see there's the revelation of it, and that's the moment. But yeah, to yeah, stop yeah. you, <clears throat> to stop you going back and continuing to play that role is you 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 name it, you um. You know, you do the forgive. The whole thing, it's, all, it's in the, the process is all there on his website. But it is hard to get your mind around and you probably do need someone to go through it with you. I don't fully understand it, so I'm not going through it with anyone because I don't need to confuse it. <laughs> but that, that, um, stuff like that came up in the therapy as well, in the EFT, where it's the similar, it's like the inner critic that we've spoke about before. That's the role. So someone give you that, that happened. Not someone give it to you, but the, there was a transmission scene where that emerged first. And so you, if you can date back to where that was and you can see it, you can understand it and you can name it. And then the power is seeing that rather than you think it's you, it's kind of externalizes it a bit. And with the idea of like binding, which is the, you know, one of the oldest magical spells that we, you know, that we know of, you're binding, um, which is, you know, basically the two magic things you had was getting stuff and stopping stuff from happening, you know, yeah. with the third being divination, trying to understand it. But um, so the binding to stop it. So that, that's kind of, Ideas. That, does that make sense? Is yeah, that yeah no, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So it's kind of like you build up these kind of shields or onion rings around onion. onion what yeah. I'm it's like there's a layer layer of onion. It's, what the fuck am I saying? And, well, it's like you, 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 <laughs> there's all these layers around you. You are an onion. There are all these layers that come. Down and underneath the, you know, yeah. you're, it's like that. You are the, the shift, but you can become the gold. It's the same. Okay. It's the alchemical process. Yeah. But it's all of these roles, all of these things. Like it's like. It's all these, it's another word, all of these pendulums that you have decided yeah, are true yeah, yeah, and that yeah. you play and that you're and not even aware yeah, that you're playing. You've attached them to yourself and now they're part of your ego, so you need to, you know, take it down. Yeah, you know? or get rid of it entirely. Yeah. He'd say he has got rid of all of his entirely. And that's a big, bold claim. And I, that I must be very difficult, say. though, because how can you, like, like for someone like me, like the, the, the thing that, I, I've spoken this loads of times, the thing that I, hate about myself is that I get angry when I'm driving and really judgmental of people because yeah. I hate I have this thing that driving is dangerous let's not kill each other yeah, <laughs> so yeah it's yeah. that simple so I won't behave like a lunatic so please you don't behave like a lunatic but the moment someone <laughs> uh, yeah. reacts like a lunatic I go like fucking arsehole fucking man. like we were we drove from 
like Mickey's school to home the other day. It's like, it's a five minute walk, but we were just in the car and it was starting to rain, whatever. And from the time, like it takes a minute to drive, two minutes maybe. And like, by the time I was home, Aga had said she clicked me twice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know giving out about people or um, judgment, being judgmental towards people who are bad drivers. And it's like, you shouldn't judge them because they're bad drivers is not your problem. It's like, yeah, but it's my problem if they cause me to die, <laughs> yeah. you know? So like, I, I just think that, so that that's that's a that's a shell. This anger or this judgmentalness. Well, it's a, in, in that Chapman thing, it's a role you're playing. Right. It's a role you're playing. Role of angry, um, judgmental driver. Yeah. So there's a judgment. Yeah. Right. So uh, at some point, um, someone give you that role, and I, I, and it's you. The, the kind of the weird thing is that the thing that you think the other person is is the thing you know the thing it's the thing you yeah, are yeah 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 exactly but that's yeah. only because it's because you started doing it since then to yourself so it's yeah. you're both playing the same role yeah. anyway that, that's that kind of thing but the, his kind of test for how you know if you don't have that shadow anymore if you've done the work whatever is the next time the incident happens you don't have the reaction you don't mm. play the role so you wouldn't it wouldn't be that you're not going and you're going oh there's I'm getting angry there's thing I'll not get angry it's you go there's the thing, and you notice you're not yeah, angry. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I, know. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that. But the, the thing is, like, when I'm driving home in Ireland, then the cam is fucking driving the world. <laughs> driving Poland's mm. a completely different ball game. <laughs> it so genuinely it's more, is. Uh, it genuinely or racism is. You have to deal with. No, 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 no. It <laughs> genuinely is. If you can look up the stats, uh, not anymore, but for, I think, for something like eight or six or eight years in a row there, Poland was consistently the most dangerous country in the world driving in the European Union. Right, all oh, right. It's not okay. anymore. It's second from bottom now. Is that because of, of all your good hard work on the road shouting at people? You've raised the level of Polish shouting driving. Shouting at 40 thing. million Polish drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, since Spud came over here, we, we've really you know, we've, we've changed. I think, I think you should get a medal, some sort of uh, award. Maybe name a street after him or something. No, I think, yeah. You're doing God's work. God's I'm improving work, them. So, like, so, I mean, I think that's... Ah, like... I would love to be the most calm, peaceful driver in the world. And I am when I'm at home. Yeah. But this is my home, really. This is my home now. So it's like, I, I, like yeah, I, I want to get rid of that. But I, I don't know. Like, if some douchebag fucking pulls in front of you on us. Like, I've, I've had people, like, you know, loads of times just try and stop in front of me and make me hit them. Because I didn't get out of the way quick enough in the fast lane. I mean, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? I'm What's that called? A brake check. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, 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 loads of times, Absolutely. you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to get rid of that, but I don't. Not, not if I don't know if I can. I want it. I definitely want it. But <laughs> well, there's. We'll start with that and go through the process that's on the, the thing, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, see. Even though, like there's some of the stuff that, while I didn't get rid of it completely, uh, the role or whatever, I massively understand it more than more than I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to do it like. It's not just five things you're going to be doing. Like this is you're going oh, to be doing a lot of these things. Like yeah, and yeah. one, a role will could reveal another role. You know, like the or the role you think you're playing isn't the role at all. Yeah. And by the like the, you start with a name, the role angry, judgmental driver, and by the end of it, it could be, um, lost, uh, scared child, is the actual role you're playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you know, so it's it's and that's that's the process is finding the real name. Yeah. Not the name you think it is, because it's it's usually not the name you think it is. And within two people, so say, so this would be an interesting one because it's hard to see it. So you're saying that the other person is putting you in danger, uh -huh. right? So that in that thing. 
So in the role in the kind of binding thing is that there's a feel that that's usually the opposite. So that you're putting that there's the feel. Oh, so oh God, I'm petrified of killing anyone. I say so that's the role. I, it's not. I the won't role. even kill a fly, yeah. man. Everyone yeah. else is here fucking killing flies this time of year. I get a jar and a piece of cardboard and I trap him and then I let him go and be free. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to kill a fly. What the fuck? Well, there it's you not go. So the, 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 fly. the real role is not necessarily them. It's you. So you're closer to the to, to the real role there in that you're afraid of killing things. Of course. How could I not? Be? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But I have already. But then it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's probably. Go back and go back and go back, and you'll find out uh-huh, okay. where that happens. So no, I mean, you I, should be. I shouldn't be afraid of killing people, is what no, you're you saying. No, you should be. What I'm saying is, but you shouldn't have. <laughs> you shouldn't have it that it's putting you in auto, automotive mode okay. in your life. It uh-huh. shouldn't be a thing that just clicks on and then you're playing the role. You, should, yeah. you know, it should be. Of course, let's not kill people. Let's not kill the things. But it shouldn't be. It should be not necessarily your choice. It it shouldn't be just um, a brain, or it shouldn't be. Uh, you know, let's play this code. Boing, play this video over again. Let's play this loop. You know, that, yeah, and that's yeah, what we yeah, do. Yeah. That's all our things. We just play the loop over and over again. Huh. Yeah, it's tough though. It's Tell me, you, might have, you might have cured me of my. I don't. It's not road rage I have. It's just the judgmental stuff. You know, maybe you've cured me, Tommy. I'll know next week. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> send me your money. <laughs> Pay your subscription to the Church of Tommy. <laughs> um, well, we better talk about this uh, documentary. Yeah, we better talk about this, the reason we're here, huh? So, the documentary we originally wanted to talk about was the, a new one from 2019 called The Hat Man, which is on Amazon Prime in the UK, but nowhere else, it seems. Yeah, not um, in... Uh, I have to use German Amazon. It's not on well, German I have to use the UK one, and I'm not in the UK, because for some well, yeah, reason... Yeah, obviously. <laughs> the, 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 well, most people... I, I doubt most people. A lot of people I talk to don't know that Ireland's not in the UK, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. But so Amazon we have here is the, is the UK one. But it's a very limited Amazon Prime in that you can only get the, um, the free stuff. You can't actually buy anything on it. So, like, if the new film comes out, like Invisible Woman or Visible Man... And it goes rent for three ninety nine or buy for seven ninety nine. I can't because you go and it goes no. <laughs> so it's it's only it's only a small kind of prime thing, but it's on it if you want to do it. And it's um, about basically the shadow shadow man or this kind of idea of uh, that there was loads of people around the world who had these experiences, and then when the internet kind of started to realize that everyone was having the same type of experience. But uh, of course, Spud didn't get to see that one, and we couldn't even find a cheeky download. So um, we watched an older one, which covers similar ground, and it's probably a more well-known documentary called The Nightmare. It's from 2015, and it's directed by the same guy who did that Room 237, the Stanley Kubrick documentary that's very famous on uh, Facebook, or on Facebook, on YouTube, that we should probably look at it sometime. I have kind of no bits What's that about? It's just about, about the Kubrick, conspir- it? about the shining, but the conspiracies ah, and the okay, kind of okay, all that okay. stuff. It's like people get well into it, so it's probably something we should look at at some point. Um, because Stanley Kubrick's, you know, he's done some great stuff. I really like him, and he seems like a very interesting character. I watched one documentary about him, and he seems like a very grumpy man, which is always good. <laughs> you know, nothing, <laughs> nothing better than a grumpy filmmaker. <laughs> Means he has character. <laughs> and uh, there was a thing that came out this week. saying the, the reason why the Matrix sequels were so uh, annoying to. Um, Film was that they tried to use the Stanley Kubrick thing of you you keep doing takes until the the actor is exhausted and angry and pissed off and then that's the, that's the best take. 
so stupid everything was 99 takes and the Matrix oh. sequels oh I so thought it was just because that's why they mo- suck <laughs> oh, okay I thought it was just because most people aren't into S&M and bondage and stuff you know? <laughs> well maybe <laughs> well it's hard to know you think that and then you you, 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 know, you, you see an S&M uh, post on Facebook and everyone seems to be into it so you know let people do what they want so, what did you think of um, The Nightmare, isn't it? The Nightmare, not A Nightmare, The Nightmare. The Nightmare. Um, mm. I hated it until the last, <laughs> say, five minutes or so. last five or ten minutes. And then I went, ooh that right. might be cool. You know? Yeah, no, it in the sense of you thought it was all bullshit or you don't like the idea or what? what? Didn't like uh, the documentary. What, what, what did you hate? Uh... uh not that I didn't find them believable, it's just that I told you before, I've had sleep paralysis before, but I knew what it was. And because I knew yeah. what it was, I was able to deal with it. You know? But I also have reoccurring dreams of something at the end of my bed. Yeah, uh, the old hag. I've told you this, it's the old I don't I I am not even kind of rethinking now if it is the old an old hag. Maybe because it kind of looks like the hermit on the front of the Led Zeppelin four, or the hermit in the cra- in the in what was going to the crab cars? What the fuck are crab cars, Tommy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Someone write that down quickly. I'm going to do some lobster tarot, okay? Uh, <laughs> Jordan Peterson tarot. <laughs> <laughs> the tarot cards. Yeah. So maybe it's a hermity figure. I don't know. But like according to this documentary, and I, we, we, we'll get onto that later. I don't want to spoil it at the start. But like. So I don't know, like I have, and it's, since I moved to this house, I've had this recurrent dream that there's someone at the end of my bed, but I was able to kind of control my thoughts on it, just saying, okay, this looks evil or whatever, and yeah. I could get scared of it, but actually, if I embrace it and say, okay, this is kind of cool, I, I, even from the first time it happened, I woke up and I felt really good about it. So I've kind of seen it as that when this happens, someone's looking after me or I'm just getting a hug from the universe or maybe, maybe, it's, the, maybe it's the HGA and maybe it's her yeah. and she's giving me a hug and saying everyone's alright don't worry about it and like anytime I have had the dream it's been at times when there's been kind of something stressful going on or something like that there's too many things going on in my head or I'm not myself kind of thing and I have this dream and then everyone's alright in the world with the world you know and which is kind of like and I'm lucky that when I did have the sleep paralysis which happened many many years ago now it was in the old apartment I remember clear as day it was about it was early in the morning but over here in Poland our hours are obviously different than you in Ireland but it, it, it gets um, even like this time of year it still kind of gets uh, like in Ireland now it gets dark at what half 10 11 o'clock at night kind yeah. of thing you know so in Poland it's just dark at 10 but the thing is is that it's getting bright at 4 right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the days are early Poland's in the wrong time zone Poland should be in the same time zone as, as Kiev an hour right. away kind of thing but they, they won't do that because the European Union and you know, all that um, they all want to be on the same kind of time as Paris and all this kind of stuff but anyway um, so I remember just waking up and it was a beautiful blue sky outside and the birds were singing and all that kind of stuff but I, but I couldn't move I just I was just stuck to the bed and I thought oh fuck what the fuck is this am I dying like am I dying am I dying oh no am I dead and then I realised <laughs> that I had heard um Remember, there was, a, there was a famous podcast years ago, a podcast there, I think it was called Stuff You Should Know or something like that, and everyone yeah, yeah. was listening to this. Yeah. You know, and I remember uh, listening to uh, a podcast about sleep paralysis, and I just it just clicked in my head straight away, this is what it was. And straight away, I calmed down, and I just, I just rolled it out until it went. And, and there was no shadowy figures, there yeah, was yeah. no scary thing, because it was bright, it was 
was it was morning, you know. Yeah. Aga was asleep beside me. But I couldn't move, like I couldn't move my head to ask for help, couldn't move out. And I was trying at the start. I was really yeah. trying my best to move my shoulders at least, you know. And um, yeah, nothing. And But then it just clicked to me, okay, I, I actually know what this is. So just calm down. You're okay. You'll go back to sleep eventually. And I did. So, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I, th- I think the problem with, with, with this documentary was that when all of the people do start going to see doctors and psychologists and all that kind of thing, they're just like, they just dismiss their help as like, eh, eh, yeah, you don't know me. Which I found. Yeah, but I also, yeah, maybe, but they also, the doctor seemed to dismiss them in the, the, the psychologist that one of them goes to where he explains the whole thing and she goes, oh, that's mad. He's also the guy who says that like his, his girlfriend saw a cat talking to her. That's you a true know. story. What? Well, like, I, like of all of the things, I believe in the evil cat. Like I mean, that entire documentary. <laughs> the evil cat is the most convincing thing. <laughs> Fucking hilarious! And it was so funny. This it looked like Salem from. Um, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what Salem from. Yes. Probably was Sabrina. Salem. The same fucking prop. Yeah. Salem from Sabrina with these two bright red eyes. <laughs> Yeah, cat going to be on your chest tonight, no problem. <laughs> so the kind of idea, I suppose, the sleep paralysis, that it starts off um, for about three or four seconds, kind of just presenting it as a medical condition that these people have, that they've sleep paralysis. Oh, isn't it interesting that there's this kind of similarity between the sleep paralysis stuff and the things people start seeing. And what people start seeing is shadowy creatures that we've all, like, it's like... Um, the, it's in the conjuring there's kind of thing there's the tall man that film there's any amount of things but it's kind of the shadowy figure and one of them who seems to be the leader is this guy called the hat man which is a guy who is a three-dimensional shadow but who has the kind of the fedora type hat who looks suspiciously like the shadow from the old old time radio you know comic <laughs> noir type stuff because <laughs> in the other documentary I was watching about the hat man they kept trying to describe what he was and it's like as if they'd never heard the word fedora. They go, no, you know, the old hats, old hats. And it's going like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. With this from the 50s or something like that. It's going, well, probably predate that a bit. But they eventually get round to that he looks a bit like, um, you know, the shadow. And then they bring in, you know, um, what's that port wine? Sandyman Port. Sandman, yeah, yeah. So that was in the other documentary, because it's exactly the same type of a character. But they have this interview with the man, Sandyman, and all that. And you're expecting it to move towards where it'll go. Um, and so, yeah, so the guy came up with... Uh, the 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 drawing obviously you know had heard about or had these experiences, but it doesn't. It just kind of yeah, some guy in Spain drew it and we used it. I go, what's the <laughs> point of that? But the whole like that other documentary, some of it was brilliant. The reenactments that they have in the nightmare, you know, where they, they show the people coming into the room, are aren't as good uh, as as the ones that are in the Hatman okay. to a point. Yeah. The ones in Hatman are more creepy because a lot of it happens. Um, during the day, it's not necessarily just um, a sleep thing or whatever. Like right. there's one where a woman walks in and she's her baby's crying, so she goes into the crib. It's during the day, blah blah blah. Or at least that's how it's shown on the thing. And the hat man's beside the crib, and that's really creepy, you know, and a lot of that kind of stuff. And she that sees it. it. Oh, she not sees it. Everyone sees it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. and so there's an awful lot more about the hat man where it's kind of where it, they're just watching in the house and there's like you know walking up the stairs. The hat man comes and. To just kind of get the sense of creepiness of just being watched, just letting them know they're there, yeah. rather than the, 
you know, in the, the other documentary, it's kind of they're coming for them and there's a bit more of a kind of a UFO abduction, alien type thing <laughs> feel to it. Um, so they're really, really creepy in that and like it's, it's much creepier and obviously because it's a, a, they've obviously seen the nightmare so it's kind of the same type of idea, interviews and then these reenactments but the interviews are so badly done because they're on Skype and they're all out of, all out of time, you know, the, that thing and they didn't even bother to sync up the uh, lips with the, yeah. the footage and it's just, Thing. But then in the Hatman, there's this whole section <laughs> where they're showing photographs that people have of the Hatman. Ooh. No. No. Vanessa literally started laughing her ass off <laughs> at it. And I mean, and I, and I we were talking before uh, about why I'm, I suppose, a bit skeptical that I probably should be given what I'm into. And it's because of things like this. They are so bad and they're taken so seriously by the filmmakers in the same way. Iroquois was taken so seriously by um, uh, what's Prozac. Prozac, Prozac in, yeah. in those things, and it's terrible. Mm. Like it's it's like if I, it's again those type of things. If I took a photo right now, I could come up with Hatman in my room, and it's like that stupid kids drawing over, you know, oh look, he's here or whatever, and in red light, <laughs> and then it's you know turns off to go. There's literally nothing there. You've just mm. drawn a hat man on, on, a, on, a, on a photo. And then there's another guy and he's going, oh, the hat man's been coming to me for years. And I was going through my photos on Facebook to see if there was hat men in it. And there's a photo of a wedding. And over his shoulder, there's a, a woman talking to a kind of silhouetted man. Uh, and it's a woman talking to a man at a wedding. Well, no, no, no. It's the hat man. <laughs> and they're going, oh, don't do There's this. a really funny bit in this one, in the nightmare, where there's the... There's one woman, and you can tell she's in need of help, the best way I can put it. And uh, she says, um, she's asked by them, did um, uh, did she go look for, for, for medical help? She's like, no, 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 I did a Google search. They called yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one who said I didn't want someone to tell me that I... This what I wasn't experiencing what I was experiencing. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's crazy. She ends up she ends up finding Jesus, the same one as well. That that, that that's revealed at the end. That she and I wasn't even a Christian at the time, and she is obviously a Christian now. Yeah, because she got rid of them by invoking the name Jesus or something. But she also said, "Did you catch the bit where she says that she watched the <laughs> she watched Nightmare on Elm Street over and over again?" <laughs> yeah. So a guy in dreams with a, with a fedora uh, who's. Uh, <laughs> And she said she was looking for clues. <laughs> As if a 1980s fucking horror film is going to give her the secret to why she has sleep paralysis. Like, But it is an interesting Jesus. one. Like, obviously, uh, Wes Craven was aware of this phenomenon because, like, a guy who comes to you in dreams who's a hat. Like, it's obviously, you know... I don't, like, see, there's two ways you can look at this. And this is the kind of... Yeah, I'd have now, the well, which came first? Did Freddy well, no, well, come first? You know what I mean? Well, the hat man seemed, it definitely seems to predate Freddy. Mm. But um, but like it depends what we want to look at it. Did Wes Craven put that into the kind of you know the astral plane of people? Yeah, so now it's more yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it you know it's just because oh that's a cool kind of thing? Or is he part of the thing where he's you know at the, yeah. it's in the eater and he's getting like it. what would have been cool is that if they didn't just concentrate on you know white Americans, if they just crossed the border into Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. for a bit of fucking cultural diversity, you know what I mean? Now, I know it was 2015 and the heady days when you didn't have to be so politically correct. But, yeah. like, you know, Hatman isn't a fucking American thing. No, like, and they do, they go do around the world. show oh. how prevalent it is in different cultures and stuff like that. But in, in, in the one you saw, Hatman. Oh, just that it's not in... Did it, what, it's not in the map. And, 
Oh, right. Well, there is one where just every culture has a different name for it. And there's, from Poland has their own one to all over India and right. the whole map. Holding. I, again, I'm going to probably get confused a bit between the two of them. So, like, yeah, they definitely could have, uh, you know, maybe interviewed some people around us. They don't, they, it's, it's mostly white people in, uh, mostly white people in uh, the Hatman. Uh, as well, but it's definitely America. I think there's one British guy who's in the nightmare, is it? Or at least he is a British. Oh, sorry, there is there is an English fellow in there yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a good one where he meets the the hat man, and he has a kind of out of body thing. That was that was. Yeah, he, but he story. does something similar to you, where he just goes with it rather than fighting it, though, doesn't he? And he just was it him, or he just lying back and he's just going to go. Well, I'm just let's see where this goes. Um, no, 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 no. He 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 had this thing where he um he. Uh, this happens a lot, actually, is that they have these out-of-body experiences and they see themselves sleeping. There was another woman had it as well, spoke about it as well. But the, the chap from Manchester, he said that he saw himself sleeping. Or he woke up to sleep paralysis or whatever and saw himself sleeping and then saw the hat man, shadow man, and his two cronies. And he said that the two cronies went to go for him. And then, and then he says something funny. He's like, I'd love to tell you that I put up a big, a noble fight and I won the day, but that's not what really happened. I put up a little bit of resistance, and they they got scared and and went back. Yeah. And he says, and then, and then, and then he saw this thing kind of coming from the sky, this kind of uh, white beam, like not not a beam, but maybe like a like a fishing rod. Yeah, like a fishing a tra- line, the, the, the fishing actual line. line thing for yeah. his body. Yeah. And. And he saw that connecting to his head and he went, all right, well, sure, better go back to sleep, I suppose. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool, all right. So, like, he yeah, just... Yeah, because he had the voice in his head that he said sounded like himself telling him that he has to go back to his body. Yeah. And so he says, which I was, I was kind of thinking, going, that would be a great way to fool someone into, you know, if you feel threatened as a shadow man, oh, talk to him like he's talking to himself. Get back in your body. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than the shadow man go, get back in your body. I'm not listening but to you. I mean, it's a, it, 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 I think that's an interesting way to look at it, that like, you know, he had the sleep paralysis and maybe, look, maybe he just, he, he had kind of a sleep apnea thing as well, which is a thing that I have. And maybe, I know I'm kind of doing a lot of maybes here, but maybe this was the time <laughs> when he was supposed to die. You know yeah, what? but and there is that kind of thing where a lot of them say, "Oh, this is it. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, I'm going to die. This is what the feeling." And the guy at the end, the kind of main guy, I suppose, he was saying that, "Yeah, I, I just feel that I'm not going to wake up from one of these, and this is how I'm going to yeah. to end up." But like that's that's not sleep paralysis. Then they should be getting checked for sleep apnea and stuff like that. Yeah, but here's the thing. This would say that it starts off, I suppose, ostensibly about this sleep paralysis, but very, very quickly, like literally three sentences into each interview to go into. And that's when I realized that this was more than just a medical condition. You know, and then it's, it's full, you're basically going full woo at that, at that point where it's who are, you know, what is, is these people? What is, you know, what's the agenda? What are they trying to do? And then, you know, they showed off a lot of stuff from Contact, which is, you know, um, the Whitley Strebo book, which is like my kind of uh, association with that book is seeing Whitley Strebo, yeah, when I was very, very young on the Late Late Show, um, being interviewed by Gay Byrne, which is, was like an institution in Ireland, basically. It was a, the, I suppose, the biggest programme on Irish TV, right? That has to be. Oh, God, it still yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's been interviewed and Gay's obviously having none of it. And, well, no, he's, he's, Gay's a great interviewer. So he, he lets people explain what he is, but he, you know, he does his faces and he you know, does that, <laughs> all the things yeah. that Gay does. But to slowly fade in the cover of the book, with, uh, uh, The Alien, and it's like, uh, and 
very young and screaming at the telly <laughs> because we think that uh, uh, you know the aliens have taken over. Because if you talk about these things, as it mentions in the documentary, when people start talking about them, other people have the similar experiences. Yeah. Or if you haven't had it in months, and then you say it to someone, that the experience comes back. So anyway, the, the, the interview comes or the alien thing comes in and we're screaming that you know alien invasion all this and my mum's going will you stop it's just a book cover and blah 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 but she did years later says she was absolutely terrified she thought the aliens were invading <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing she's going like oh but I can't, you know I didn't I didn't want to say that but the, the show footage from uh, Contact which is the Christopher Walken film that was made mm. out of the Whitley show which is not a great film to, in fairness it's very insane and it's a bit puppety you know it's a bit Jim Henson in places but uh they're saying it's a similar, and Willie Schreiber does say it because he never said it's a, an alien abduction, really, or he doesn't really talk in those things. He just says something, something's happening, you know, and he doesn't know what it is, and he doesn't know if it's outside of his mind, or if it's actual physical things, or both, or it's overlapping, or you know, it doesn't matter. All of these type of things. He's an interesting type of character. He wrote a great book with uh, Jeffrey Kripal called Supernatural, you know, the supernatural yeah. rather than supernatural, <clears throat> um, where he explains something. And then Jeffrey Kripal, as a, as a scientist, talks about it okay. from, you know, that kind of thing. It's very, very good. There's a creepy, one particular creepy bit in it where he's talking about um, a kid being outside. His, like, he lived in a, a, a cabin in the woods, essentially. Now, not as, like, there's people around-ish, but it's a cabin. Over there, but, like, people, like, a kid standing outside his window talking yeah. and stuff like that. And it's quite, cre- no, it's really creepy yeah. in the book, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't like that. Yeah. But the whole kind of thing that I think is different in a sense between the sleep paralysis that you and I had in that I re- we both kind of realised that and we were able to talk. My sleep paralysis one was that I woke up and you know the feeling that you're going to fall out of the bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also had sleep paralysis, so I, I wasn't able to stop myself. And I felt, oh, well, I, you know, and you feel yourself being right. And I couldn't, and I couldn't. And it was like that whole thing of trying to shake, do all the thing or whatever. But I assume I just went back to sleep or whatever. But yeah. it's... it's creepy but there seems to be this um it's a frequent thing that happens to these people it was every night um, and there's a huge element of fear that they can't talk themselves out of that they can't um get past that they don't seem to have a control there's a lot you know and i don't know if that is <clears throat> because some of them do say well i tried all these things i tried different things and i still couldn't get past it other than the Jesus name. They're a bit Jesus dismissive name. of it, though. That's what I didn't like about it, was that, like, mm. like especially the, the, the chap from Manchester, the English chap, he says that, like, he was told to change his lifestyle. And then his argument back was, yeah, but they don't know my lifestyle. That's not a fucking excuse, you dickhead. You yeah. know, if a doctor tells you to change your lifestyle, you maybe listen to him, you know? Yeah, but I suppose, I think his kind of thing was going that way. If, if you go with a sore knee and the doctor says, do you smoke? He goes, yeah, well, just stop smoking. You know, it's kind of like going, well, it's not what the fucking problem with my knee, but it's kind of the, the knee. <laughs> but he's literally, he's wrong, knee. though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, no, I understand. Yeah, but also <laughs> the doctor should have probably asked him what his lifestyle was and should have brought in the, you know, the different... But you have 15 minutes with a doctor. Like, the, yeah, no, that, that is a big problem yeah. in the world. But, like, they'll all say that sleep paralysis comes from, you know, stress and being overtired. Because, like... Yeah, but I'm sleeping loads. Yeah, you're sleeping loads because you're wrecked, you know, because yeah, yeah. your, life, your lifestyle is shit. So calm the fuck down a bit and, you know, look after yourself. And there's no way people who are going through that every night are going to bed at 10 o'clock going, ah, oh, nice, nice sleep tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah Even yeah. some of them say that one of the guys says um, that he just had to wait till he was absolutely exhausted to go to sleep. There, there's no way. Yeah. Other than... So you're not getting good sleep then because, like, that's what was happening to me for years. I mean, 
I actually did a bit of counting back today. Like, I remember being 12, 13, and I'd be, that's kind of when I started working with my dad. And I would suffer from these bad nosebleeds and all this kind of stuff. And I'd just be wrecked in the morning. Right. He, was going, he was going off to, to local shamans and whatever in the village and buying these bottles of tonic that they'd make up for me and stuff. Yeah. But like, looking back now, it's like obvious. I, I just had sleep apnea from then. Yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. this for so yeah. long that I've just always been tired, you know. And I'm lucky that I didn't have a lot of sleep paralysis. I only remember having it once. I remember, of course, we've all had nightmares, but it's different. Sleep, sleep, sleep paralysis and sleep apnea are two, two very, very different things, you know. Whereas, like, like I remember years ago, like, I, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep on a bus or a train or anything like that. And then, but now I'm like, if I'm not driving, I, I'm asleep. <laughs> you know, because I'm so tired all the time. Not now anymore, the sleep apnea yeah. is under control. But, like, when this was really bad now, when, when this got really bad, like, just anywhere, I'd fall asleep anywhere. So just overtired and, and, and all that. But sleep paralysis seems to be more um, to do with stress in your life. And, like, you know, the people who were in that thing, they all look fairly strung out, like. You know? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? I, but, I mean, uh, conversely, if that is the experience they're having, of course they're going to be strung mm. out, you know, you know, which came first, the strung outness or the experience, the same, the whole thing. There were only kind of uh, similar things that happened to me and it was, it, it, I didn't have a sleep paralysis with it but I had that someone's in the room the, um, someone's staring at me and it was th it's my own fault Jesus Christ when you hear the story when uh, Chaos Protocols come out first Gordon Mike talks about uh, going to the crossroads and catching up with Lucifer and having a chat and so I was Whoa. also yeah 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 why why would you want to talk to that fella <laughs> stay away <laughs> well there's uh, many reasons I mean like uh uh, Enlighten me, Tommy. Go on. But. Well, I mean, like, if, if you, which is, seems to be the thing in occult circles, that Lucifer's the good guy, not the bad guy. So you're going to talk to the good guy or whatever. It's one thing. It's not necessarily Gordon's unit. But um, he also is the uh, king of this earth. Like, that, that, that the Satan is the person who's in charge of this earth. If you read it in a certain way. So if you want to get talking to the person who's actually able to do stuff, because God doesn't seem to give a fuck about us in a sense. Like, you can pray all you want to God, doesn't care, because Lucifer's actually the guy in charge. But then you can kind of go further, why talk to any of the demons? Why do any of this stuff? Why, um, you know, because it works for some people, you know, and a, a Chapman certainly would say to stay away from all that stuff. And so do many people. But anyway. Oh, you, you have me tempted now, because I'd love a new guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's the selling your soul, and I suppose it's similar. But anyway, so I, I was doing stuff like that. I was also reading Peter Gray's book on Lucifer, Prince, uh, print caps or princeps, whatever way you want to uh, pronounce it. And I was doing an awful lot of Lucifer thing. And it was kind of, there was a part, part of me was going, oh, that's interesting that there's a fear in me in this kind of Lucifer thing. And that um, I want to check that out. So I'm going to, I'm going to invoke him. Just, you know, to, let's do it. Let's not have this kind of thing. So I did this whole thing to Lucifer. I was hanging around with him, all this kind of thing. And then for about three weeks, um, at about three o'clock every night, I would wake oh, up. Oh God! Oh no! Oh no! With, oh, no. with the unbelievable sensation that someone was in the room, uh -huh. uh, looking at me, particularly close to the door, and I kept having these visions of the door slightly opening and like an eye or something that never happened. That, you know, when you wake up from a nightmare and there's that kind of weird, horrible thing, but it was that. But it was definitely there's someone, there's something in the room. There's you know there's a presence. There's a, a thing, and when years ago, when I um, when I was young, 
myself and my sister used to talk about, you know, ghosty things or creepy things and stuff like that. And we always used to, at some point, we would go, oh, we're in that place. Because it felt like the kind of atmosphere of the room would change. It would get lower, it would get denser. And there was the sense that you had, uh, and I suppose, gotten the attention of something, some being or something, and it was now looking at you. Yeah, and we call it down this, my back here, I, man. I know, it's Freaking so creepy, man. It was, and we used to call it that place. Uh, we, you know, oh, we're in that place. And it only ever happened one other time with one other person. It was a friend of mine, Dave, and his mother was, uh, he's in, he was in a really interesting character. His mother was like a Dr. Soul type character, you know, had the health shop, the crystals, talked to dead people, could read your past lives, all of this. Her husband was a musician who uh, channeled Jimi Hendrix and would record albums from <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. But he had, he had the, he'd top 40 hits and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. His top 40, one of it was like, uh, remember the Fuckle song came out? He wrote a song saying, I won't sing the Fuckle song. And that okay. got like in top 20 yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, inter really interesting. But we were in the, their house um, for some reason. I don't know. We were, me and him. And they'd, they'd gone to bed and it was just me and my friend Dave. And we were talking about whatever. And that thing happened again, that place. And uh, it's really creepy, really, you know, it's thing. The only other, when I got stoned, it kind of happens recently and only like really far too intense, really, really. Yeah. Not. And it's kind of that thing that's described as Koranzon, that kind of energy, whatever. But anyway, these three weeks of having a mess around with Lucifer <laughs> got, got the attention of whatever it was I got the attention of. But it, it went away. Like, and it wasn't that I was waiting every night at a tree. It was almost like I'd wake a tree and go, oh, I forgot this happens. Oh shit, here it is again. Oh, so it wasn't that I was kind of, in a sense, maybe part of my brain obviously was preparing for it and creating it, all that kind of stuff. But it was every time I forgot and then when I'd wake up and it was always like 3, 3.11, you know, around this kind of time. I was like, oh, no. And I'd get up and I'd go to the <laughs> toilet maybe and I'd go, oh no. And it's like, don't look in the mirror. Don't look in the fucking mirror. Just go for a pee. Go back to bed. <laughs> So it's I, so like, oh, oh, I, was like I was thinking that after it was like, so I call up Lucifer, he arrives every day for three weeks and I ignore him. You don't even talk to him. <laughs> I don't talk like, to him. Fuck this guy, man. I got all the cool, uh, I got all the cool songs, man. Look at this sexy Gibson SG you could have had. It's got the horns and all. Fuck's sake. Yeah. So that, but that, that, that's the, so... I understand, but there was no sleep paralysis with it. It wasn't, and yeah, I was definitely, I woke up yeah. to the, there's someone in the room, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's I, creepy as fuck. Like, look, what, what, what annoyed me about this documentary was that, um, I, I didn't find myself becoming sympathetic enough to anyone in it, except for one character, the guy with, with the mustache, who I really liked. But with a lot of them, I just kind of seen, seen the problem as, the problem's easy. The problem's you. You're not willing yeah, yeah. to face this thing. You're, it's not that you're enjoying it, but it's that like you have this thing and you've, you've, you've made it such a massive part of you now that you can't kind of let go of it. Whereas that like, if you just, you know, sorted out the, the stress levels in your life, you wouldn't have this and you'd be okay. But no, I don't, maybe I'm wrong here on it. Maybe it wasn't shown properly how bad the problem is. Because it comes across that it, they're having bad problems. But still at the same time, I just wasn't, I don't know, I didn't buy into enough. And maybe that's just because I've had this before and I also yeah, have this yeah. other sleep problem anyway. You know. You see, the problem maybe is that they don't think it's a medical issue, for the most part. Yeah. None of them. They all think it's a woo, actual demons. And particularly in the Hatman one, 
the main one talking about it says this is Lucifer coming into my house. Yeah, no. You know, that it's it's like Anya one then in, in the nightmare she's talking about Jesus was the one was the only yeah. name that she could use and she became a Christian after it. And then the guy, you know, who had seen he I assume he thought it was some sort of aliens because he had that, you know, this visitation since he was like in the crib and they all seem to remember really early, yeah. He did, he's, he's the guy I liked. Yeah, I liked him and yeah. he he seemed to be I don't know not indulging in it or not finding um, like there was kind of a hint in the background of the other interviews that this, this is cool isn't it you know even though like, it's terrible but he was like oh this is fucking awful and you know it's ruined my life yeah. you know even other people say that as well but there was just kind of an underlying kind of current of I'm special to, but him your man, your, your, man, your man with the moustache so he had he had his first experience when he was sitting in the cot and like, like that, that, that's amazing that his memory goes back that far yeah. you know because most of us like we kind of come online when we're Four, three yeah, and a yeah, bit, yeah. four. Yeah. Like you're long out of a fucking cot by then. Yeah. Do you know? So he remembers this thing as being visited by these two kind of, kind of a grey alien looking things, but they had their skin was the static that you see on the old TVs. Like. And so he had this thing, and then he had that one night, and then after that, then he he would never go back into his cot. But then again, maybe he was four and just like I have enough of this cot shit. And the only way, yeah. the only way my crappy parents are going to get me out of a cot is if I throw a tantrum. So, but he wouldn't but go that, back into that room again. No. Or he didn't like the room underneath yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he well, had, he had like, a word. What was the word he was saying? It was Zion or he kept Yeah, Zions. Yeah. Zions was what they called themselves. But yeah. he had this thing where like, he went off and lived his life. But anytime he'd come home and, 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 and visit his parents, this would come back. And he didn't have the, these events when he was off living his own life wherever he moved. But when he came back, uh, he would, but he said, uh, the bit I really liked, was, it was this is at the end of it, and he starts talking about this kind of kooky, hippie type girlfriend he started going out with who would like, uh, you know, see spirits, and or she was into like fairies and all this kind of stuff. So one day they were out camping and like, oh, let's make a fairy circle, as like no one should ever do. fucking do. <laughs> no. Oh, fucking hell. Especially the Irish ones, because they'll fucking screw with you if you fuck with them. But anyway, um, so they make this thing and she says, oh, I can see you. And uh, oh, no, what did he, he had to put his hand on a tree. And I think she stood there with her eyes, uh, her eyes covered. So she could see this blue kind of spirit coming. And I didn't pick it up whether he sees it or not. I don't think he, he sees it, but she starts talking to this spirit. And she's talking to the, to, to the girlfriend and she's telling this, that and the other. And then she turns around to the boyfriend and, and she says, oh, yeah, she, she's telling me. Um, that you shouldn't be afraid of the demons behind you. <laughs> so then, right? Then he, t- he turns around and there's these two staticky looking Graylian types there, and he's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Scare, obviously, scares the bejesus out of him. But then, like, I kind of liked that conclusion because there's some parts of the nightmare where they're kind of suggesting that there's some kind of conspiratorial underworld thing going on where people are coming in and grabbing souls or whatever but his is like I feed no fear and that's yeah. the you know it's yeah, feed no fear yeah <laughs> but his thing is that like okay so this is obviously some type of demon and then like from what I know about reading about demons over the last couple of months and all is that like you know your demon and your HGA there's just it's just two, two sides of the same coin so if you can make yeah. peace with one of them you can be, make peace with the other one you know, yeah, and actually yeah. they're the same thing anyway. Yeah. You know, so I think o- other I, opinions are available on demons. Yeah, but they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the Hat Man definitely had more experiences that you couldn't discount as 
if the stories are true. You couldn't discount it as sleep because it was, it, uh, it was like those bits where other people seen them as well. Like there was one bit where there's a kid and he's, but for, what, for some reason, he, his bed is up. I think he said his mum was collecting dolls or something. And she, so the, he's on a bed, all teddies underneath him and the bed's kind of slanted up. So he's looking down. Yeah, that's the nightmare. That's in the oh, nightmare. Oh, is that the nightmare? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. one then where, um, well, I'm obviously conflating two things. But anyway, the, the hat man comes up the stairs and you can slowly see the hat coming up and he's coming up or whatever. But the mum comes in and grabs the kid and takes him out. And no, she says, obviously she had seen it because she got my dad to go down and make sure there was no one in the house. So that's kind of creepy. Yeah. If that's, yeah. And then the one where the hat man was in the crib with the, the baby and so the mother walked in seeing yeah, the that's kind of mad. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so just that, but I mean, it's, as with all this, you, you know, you believe it like I mean it's that's the that's the bit you know like you, you can take people at the word and stuff like that and you go but like is that how that happens you know see, look, the, the you're four believe... how can you really remember yeah. you know there's no interview with the mum saying you know oh yes I remember <laughs> that night and there was this um, Freddy Krueger type character yeah of course yeah. well I mean the guy I believe is that, that chap with the moustache who moved away mm. from the country home and then came back and then stuff was happening I, yeah. I do believe there's something going on there uh, yeah, yeah. With the other guys, with the other people in it, less, less so because, like, I, I think with the other guys, it's just a more easily solvable problem. They can just sort out their sleeping habits, habits, yeah. habits, <laughs> and they'll be fine. You know, I, I think so anyway. Whereas, like, the other guy is just like, ah, oh, okay, like you've got your demon, man. So just you know, play with it or accept it. And was the nightmare whatever. the one where the guy used to go when he went to different places and he'd have the experience, but the the voices would be in different accents or there'd be different people. <laughs> Jesus, was, no, that yeah, must have been yeah, in the... that was mentioned. That was mentioned. Yeah, that was very weird. Like, because you go, yeah. well, that seems a bit more kind of psychic type thing, you know. And there was one where there was like a an old woman talking to him, and because an awful lot of the hat man and the shadow people don't talk, although supposedly. Um, to do, you know, and it's quite like there was a kid was talking about how, you know, say shitty things to you and stuff like that. And that's, I suppose, getting into schizophrenia, although I'm hesitant to use that word because yeah. supposedly we've been using schizophrenia you know, like, wrongly, well, so I don't know. Well, like, there's so much weird stuff that that can happen when you were asleep and you don't really register it. Like, like for a long time, uh, our oldest boy was saying that uh, there was something coming into his bedroom at night time. Oh, no. No, no, right. And so, so I was, I would kind of question him on this and try and get some details out of it you know like if it was a thing what is it you know whatever and then I realised just put two and two together like I go into his bedroom at 12 o'clock every night and took him in ah, <laughs> you know, right. make sure the covers are on him take off did, his socks you, if he's wearing socks you come in through the window <laughs> yeah yeah I come in through the window with a massive clown mask on <laughs> with a fedora and a, a blackhead suit <laughs> <laughs> and I speak Irish to him because that's the language he doesn't know. On me, Catagon, down the day, Laris! But he's fine, like, he never wakes up, so, you know. <laughs> but that's obviously all it is, you know what I mean? So Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So did you not have something where the dog was barking at something or the, there was some, definitely you were convinced there was something in your house? No, the, the, the ghost dog, yeah, yeah we had yeah, a ghost yeah. dog for a while and she doesn't yeah. see him anymore because the, the, the daughter used to, when we put her in the high chair, she used to point at the dog, even though the dog had died, right. kind of thing, you know, which is kind of cool. Um, I wish we had him though, because the babies make such a fucking mess in the high chairs, and <laughs> the old dog used to used to lick it all up. And now we've no dog. We're supposed to get the dog on third. Have I told you about our dog thing? Our no, dog no, thing's no, mad. No. We're supposed to have gotten a dog for the last four weeks, oh, but right. like something keeps happening. 
So like I'm convinced it's like a, an episode of Sylvester and Tweety where like the fucking budgie has died ages ago <laughs> and they're trying to find a replacement dog but the dog is a mongrel so they can't match it up. Like Jesus, what are we going to tell these people? They're desperate for a dog. I don't know. We're going to have to find something. D- d- fucking give him a St. Bernard. You can't give him a St. Bernard. He's a different <laughs> colour, different size. That they won't know. They won't know. Like, I don't know. So we'll see what happens on Thursday. But like their van has crashed. Uh, he got an infection in his balls because they castrated him. Well, not his balls, what was left there. Ah, the guy you were selling you. <laughs> the driver. what? Chemical castration. Do they do that here? Now, some countries still do that, don't they, for paedophiles? Yeah. That's fucked up. And, um, uh, yeah, there was some other thing happened as well. He need, no, sorry, he needed castration, then he got an infection, then they crashed their van, and there was something else the first week as well. They weren't driving to this area, because they're mad. It's a big, proper charity, and they drive all over this area. Like the dog is fucking six hours away or something, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway, um, back, maybe he's some back. crimes to solve, some murders, you know. <laughs> maybe tomorrow he'll settle down. Schrodinger's dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Got one last case to crack. <laughs> yeah. and I'm a cigar one, in la- one last room. person to avenge. Oh, God, well, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll settle the, down with the, the Irish family. Cut off my balls. <laughs> 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 Come here though, back back to this thing on on, on animals, the, the cat story. We didn't explain the cat story. Oh, yeah, so yeah. There's, I would argue he's kind of the main character in it. He's the character. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. He he's is. interviewed yeah, the most anyway. Yeah. You know, seems like a nice chap, but you know, I, I I think if he did have a better lifestyle, he would sleep. But anyway, my opinion, and he has this thing where he claims that sleep paralysis is um, what's the word? A virus is catchable. Um, you spread a virus. What's that called? Contagious. Contagious. So he says sleep paralysis is, is contagious because he breaks up with this girl or she breaks up with him and she gets it and then it's passed mm. on to other people. But they say, she, he tells a story that one night he was having an episode and he was in bed and he was kind of shaking about in his sleep paralysis. And when he woke up, <laughs> there, was a, there was a cat uh, sitting on uh, on 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 the girlfriend's. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, he yeah, didn't wake the up. He, the girlfriend, the girlfriend woke up while he was having his his. Yeah, he seen he seen a guy hovering over him, shadow guy, red eyes, talking to him, saying shitty things to him. Yeah, and he woke up. Sorry, that was it. Yeah, yeah, and and then later on, the girlfriend tells him this story that she woke up while he was having his sleep paralysis, and there was a cat. <laughs> beside her speaking in ancient on her chest on her chest yeah, speaking yeah. in ancient Aramaic cursing him or something yeah. like that like, yeah. did, did they even have a cat where did this fucking cat come from like, you know it's yeah. hilarious I thought it was the funniest uh, fucking thing so that, that is obviously the most uh, convincing bit of the documentary <laughs> and, uh, and if, you're, if you're going to take anything away from the documentary is that the cats are evil and that's yeah never believed. allow cats inside <laughs> cats must be outside unless unless you you, you Put draw chalk around them everywhere they go. <laughs> <laughs> I like cats, but yeah, not inside for that reason. I don't want them to get red eyes and speak to me in ancient Aramaic, <laughs> curse me and cast me off with any of the 37, 30, 72 Enochian demons or whatever. Jesus Christ, just crazy stuff. Imagine. <laughs> meow. <laughs> 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 fuck tiddles get the fuck out of here ah. and then they're doing the, the hand actions <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, freaky stuff. But like, I mean, if they interviewed her, that would have been great. That would have been really yeah. It's, it's suffer, it suffers from the um, no doctor. Should have been an interview with a doctor. Yeah, there's no doctor. Sleep paralysis. There's no psychologist. Psychologist. No. Um, you know, show the actual thing. But as I say, it was three or four seconds or sentences in. They had decided this is this is a woo experience, mm. which is fine. You know, that's what that's what they want to do. And uh, hat the hat man definitely is woo from the beginning. It's so which creepy. is better then? Which is better, hat man or nightmare? Um, both are false. Both are the hat man from a production point of view. The reenactments, some of them, <laughs> the one that's really bad. It's like I was just sitting in the in the sitting room and the closet door opens. And then he just comes out and looks at me and it's literally like <laughs> a, a balloon on a stick that someone has drawn and pulls it out and then pulls it back in. But the, like the, um, the early ones of the hat man and it's creepier because it's not just sleep paralysis. It's like people in the sitting room watching telly and he arrives and the other thing. But they're done better. But the overall quality of the documentary isn't great. It's the interviews yeah. are done on... on um, not all of them are done on Skype, but it's just they're, they're out of sync an awful lot of them and the sound isn't great. You could tell that they had a microphone, you know, like a lapel mic, and then they went, oh, shit, something happened. We have to use the camera audio, you know, things like that. And it just doesn't, it's not as slick. And the photograph bits at the end are awful. Like, it's, it's like really <laughs> desperate, terrible. And it's like, you know, between the two of them, um, the, 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 the nightmare is better made. And... But I don't know. I don't know. It's creepier in places, but it's right. also more ridiculous. It's like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, the nightmares a better balanced, balanced yeah. one. But they're I think, both probably I think, six or seven out of ten. I think just what spoiler for me was that I, I know I know a bit about sleep paralysis and other sleep stuff. But if I hadn't known that, I'd be totally convinced. Probably yeah. except it for is the cat. Super <laughs> interesting though that um, people see the same people. You know the same top hat. Like the top hat thing's very weird, and that what. You know, the top hat, the hat man. Oh, the, sorry, the, the top hat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's weird that, you know, the shadow people you can understand because shadows sleep and all that kind of stuff. The alien stuff, right, that could be in our consciousness. But the fact that they're all... Now, less believable if people start seeing the hat man now since the internet and since it's become a, a meme or a, a type of thing. But when they all kind of... Because you could say, oh, I got on the internet in, in 1994, 1998, and we all started talking about it, and we all realised yeah. that we were seeing the same person. That's super interesting. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that, that's that interesting from a Jungian point of view as well as it, like it could be a Wu point of view. If you want to go Wu and there's this hat man, you know, that's creepy. But if you, if you kind of go, well, we have, this is how we manifest, you know, our deeper, darkest fears. It's interesting that we put up top hat on them, you know, or a, a fedora or whatever. That's an interesting mm -hmm. symbolism that has to be relatively new because it's a relatively new hat. So it's not from the deepest, darkest jungles because there was no, you know, there's no guy going around, <laughs> you know, like Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's, a, it's a new, but it's the same thing. So it's the UFO stuff changes as well. You know uh, what? Was, you know what? You know what? It's yeah. Slash. That's what it is. It's Slash. Slash, <laughs> Slash sold his soul to be that good on, on guitar. He's just then... coming in and go, cold November rain. <laughs> big sweat eagle legs. Just and like, yeah, and because, <laughs> he's so, because he's so good, he's had to have, you know, two crosses to bear. He had to be in the same band as Axel fucking Rose, number one. <laughs> and then number two, he has to haunt the fucking dreams of innocent so like, people all over Slash? the world. Why is he late for the gig? Ah, he's he's just yeah, dreaming he's, things. Haunt, he's haunting someone again. You know, Slash. He's either doing heroin or haunting. It's always one. Poor old Slash. Um, 
No, it, it did. It, 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 I I liked it. I wanted to like it more. That's the thing. It's just, I, I, I think, ah, uh, it's one of those things where it's that, like, when you're watching a film or a documentary, you're always kind of thinking, right, what would I have done differently to make it better? And I just would have got, uh, it's the, it's the interview, interviewees who let it down because I, they're just not, I mean, okay, they're telling us their truth, but it's just not convincing enough, if that makes sense. Well, it's not convincing if they we're talking about it purely as this is a weird thing that happens to me, yeah. rather than this is a phenomena. You know what I mean? Like if, if it was just a pure, it's, like, it's because you can't, oh, how do I say this without being hypercritical of them? The conclusions they get aren't believable. Yeah. Yeah, and it, that's that. Whereas the, I totally one hundred percent believe they're having the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can yeah. understand why, why, like, there was no psychologist or psych, psychi- psychiatrist in it because, like, these people are very open minded to things that go on in the brain. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're not going to just dismiss something and just say, "Nah, that's obviously not happening." Because they look at a problem and they'll say, "Ah, well, that might be happening because da 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 da, or da or da 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 da, or there might be something." in their childhood that caused this, that yeah. and the other, and they'll give some explanation. But then again, maybe that's why they were interviewed and cut out because they gave explanations, maybe, yeah. you know. Oh, no, it's hard to know. It's Or or it's a completely real phenomenon and that's super creepy. Maybe I just uh, don't that's want to accept fucked, that. That would be really <laughs> creepy, you know. But like, I mean, I don't talk to this hermity woman, and I know it's a woman. Uh, I don't talk to her. I just, I, I register as there and I just, like at first, would have been scared but then I had the wherewithal to say nah this this is okay and at the same time anytime when I wake up and I see it her thing there I just go ah alright but then I know like the next day as well it's that like okay I'm putting myself under too much stress or I'm in my head too much yeah but think of that only with overwhelming fear that you can't get out of and that, that that's the experience they're having no I know that no, no, but, yeah, like, yeah. but then my thing too like if I was talking to someone here I would say yeah but like you just need to turn the fear on its head and say I have no reason to be afraid of you because, like, you're a dream. <laughs> you're not yeah, real. Yeah, it's, it's the exact same thing as a bad trip or the mushrooms or whatever you're on. It's, it's the same idea of how you get out of a bad trip. Um, <laughs> we're meant to be doing the podcast now. Sco- uh, <laughs> have we time-travelled? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's that thing you have to face, you know, you, like in a nightmare, you turn around and you face a demon, blah, blah, blah. It's all of that type of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, Always much easier said than fucking done when you're, there's a guy when Slash is playing, you know, don't cry solo in your ear, telling you you're a terrible person. I'm going to play Civil War. No! <laughs> this is this is one from the solo album from Slash uh, Snake Pit. No! <laughs> Stick to the heads. <laughs> no, there's a nightmare. <laughs> Goodbye, Tommy. Bye.